0: I don't, like I don't like him. I don't like him. I don't like him doing it. I don't like you doing
1: it. Welcome back to Bravo Breaking News. We are going to be capping this week's Vanderpump Rules. The gang is
0: off to Mexico, and of course, chaos ensues. James has one too many pump teenies, and I am beyond confused about the timeline of Raquel and Schwartz's relationship. We also see Ariana go
1: completely off the rails, uh, which we know. Will not be the last time this season.
0: We are going to get into it all, but before we do, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any recaps or bravo breaking news to come. Okay, so
1: we're gonna jump right into Schwartz and Sandy's. Um they are, you know, still some time away from opening. <laughs> Brett the manager is like, okay, you guys need to name your drinks. What have you guys been doing? For all this time, isn't that their thing? Like their mixologist? Wouldn't that be the first thing they have down is like the drinks and the pricing and the inventory for what they need for the drinks? Like, come on. <laughs> um, You know, they're kind of joking about like, maybe we should ask Sheena to postpone her wedding so that we can open. And they said they're gonna be gone for two weeks. Like, why are they gone for two weeks? The wedding is a day. Go for a long weekend. Yeah, that confused Um, me too. Yeah, I don't know. Something's not adding up there. Then, you know, we have Katie showing up to their food tasting, which I thought was nice. You know, Schwartz still wants to include her. He says he values her opinion. Um, They say that they're still besties. So I don't know. I mean, I'm happy to see them getting along. I think they probably need to take a little bit of time apart, but, you know, whatever is working for them.
0: I agree. I think they're trying, but as we know, I don't think it goes very well. Um, So Katie's invited to the tasting, and they they taste all of these, like, honestly delicious-looking food. I got to say, I think Greg is onto something. This menu Mm -hmm. looks amazing to me, you know, for a strip mall joint, because I have to say, okay, for those of you who don't know, Um, I live in Orange County, but I used to live in LA. In fact, right down the street from where Schwartz and Sandy's is. And I just want to go on the record and say, people are calling it this strip mall joint, but it is in fact a pretty nice little strip mall. It's around the corner from like the main drag, but there are celebrities there all the time. There is some Great food, great restaurants, great coffee. I've seen many a celebrity, um, you know, on that street hanging out at those bars and restaurants. So I just want to go on the record and say this isn't just any old strip mall. It's actually a place where, you know, some of L.A.'s elite hang out. So I just wanted to put that out there.
1: Yeah, and can confirm as someone who who lived in L.A. also, Franklin Village is adorable. And, you know, in L.A., things can be deceiving. Like, it it might not have the best location, but it can be a really cool spot. Exactly. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth, curated, expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to Economist.com and get your first month free. So, all right. So then let's hop over to Girls' Night. We get an interesting foursome. Lala, Sheena, Ariana, and Ali, who's kind of the wild card. Ali is kind of obviously she's the new one to the group i think she was a little nervous going ariana said that you know i did invite raquel and lala was like i don't give a fuck um you know in in her usual manner um and then she did kind of a funny and i hate i hate to make some make fun of someone but like she did kind of a funny impersonation of of raquel when She's making an argument. She's like, if the argument doesn't go the way that Raquel has planned out in her head, she kind of like short, short circuits a little bit. And that did give me a little giggle, I have to say.
0: They did do a flashback and I don't know. She wasn't wrong. It was kind of funny (laughs) to see Um you know, and, you know, Lala's basically saying at the pool party, she looked like a prostitute, like Lala was sitting there and Raquel was like yelling at her. But really, at the height that she was, it was just like she was like yelling at her vagina. So, you know, that okay. was also- I got to yeah.
1: say, I mean, but she wasn't a prostitute. She was wearing a bikini. They were at a pool party. So I don't know. I'm not going
0: to give Lala I- that one, but... <laughs> I think it's the bathing suit and heels, which I also have a little bit of a problem mm. with. We see this on Housewives yeah. a lot where the housewives show up to the pool like wearing stilettos and a bikini. And, you know, it gives off a little bit of a weird vibe. But, you know, that's that's law law. You're me. right. You're right. Taking it a little too far. Yeah. The heels are are unnecessary. Um, And meanwhile, Ariana is once again standing up for Raquel, being like, come on, she looked Mm. hot, like she looked good. And this just breaks my heart. I mean, I'm just picturing Raquel watching this season back. Maybe she isn't. um, I, I mean, if I were her for my mental health, I probably wouldn't be. But if she is, she should feel way worse than she already did. Yeah, it's it's pretty tough
1: to watch. Um, So, you know, they have they have a nice time. I think Allie gets to say like all of three words, um, which is not surprising. But then let's cut over to a scene that I really enjoyed, which was Lala meeting up with Sheena and Brock. Um, You know, she sits down with them and she starts talking about the bridesmaids events. And Lala kind of says, like, well, if. If it's just a bridesmaids event then like i'm gonna choose just to exclude myself because i don't want to have to be you know in close quarters with raquel and hide my emotions you know i'm not good at hiding my emotions um she says that you know she would never do it like ever do anything to raquel like throw her in an ocean because she's afraid of prison which yikes um, but, you know, bottom line is kind of like she wants to keep her her distance from Raquel
0: respectfully with all due to Sheena. I don't blame her. I mean, I think that this is the right move because, I don't know, I feel like Lala has a short fuse and you don't really know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we also get this really emotional moment between her and Brock at this lunch. Brock shares that... He's actually been in contact with the mother of his children back in Australia, and he's kind of, you know, getting back into her life because of the pressure that Lala put on him last season. You know, she said that he hadn't seen his kids in five years. What the hell was up with that? Um, And of course, looking back on that, Lala, I'm sure, regrets it seeing as her situation with Randall right now. So um and she admits that, you know, how she knows that situations aren't so black and white and I really respect Lala for, you know, owning up to this mistake. Yeah, I think this was a great episode for Lala.
1: I think she showed actually a lot of growth and a lot of um self-reflection. You know, they showed the clip of her kind of yelling at Brock, you haven't seen your kids for 4 years. You know how dare you compare that to my husband, who's a, or to my fiance, who's a stand up man and a stand up <laughs> father. And it's like, well, that didn't age well. <laughs> no. Um, but you know, she kind of admits that it was never her place to even say that she didn't know the whole situation. And Brock, his response was so heartwarming as well. He was like, "Well, you know, that's what friends do." Um, which that couldn't be more gracious because at the time they weren't friends. You know, it wasn't like. It wasn't like a heart-to-heart of two friends sitting down saying, like, hey, Brock, like, I'm concerned about this. It was it was Lala attacking him. But Brock is really showing, you know, his maturity, I think, um, in just accepting her apology. And, you know, Lala goes on to say that Brock is an amazing husband to Sheena, an amazing dad, and he's even you know, playing a really good role in Ocean's life. Like whenever they get together,
0: she's like, Rock is so good to Ocean. I thought that was really sweet. I was definitely tearing up during this. I mean, you know, they've both been through a lot and have a lot of past, um, you know, struggles. So for them to kind of come together uh, to kind of share this common experience that they've been through is you know, really nice. Um, You know, Brock basically says that he is going to help with both girls. You know, they've almost kind of adopted Lala into their life and have become this like close-knit little modern family. Um, I don't know. Did they talk about like moving in together or something? Because I do know that I think Lala recently bought a house in Palm Springs right down the street from Sheena and Brock. So who knows? Yeah, wouldn't
1: that be something, you know? little blending of families in an unconventional way but I thought it was cute. I love it. So so we hear at the girls night earlier that you know Ariana's inviting Sheena to tea at Lisa's Sheena's apprehensive to go because you know she doesn't have the best track record with tea parties. Uh, we see a couple flashbacks of her getting into arguments um, even just last season or what maybe two seasons ago um, at tea parties. Um, but anyway, we're at Villa Rosa. It feels great to be there. We're seeing the menagerie of animals. We got eyes on Diamonds and Rose. At first I was like, wait, is that a different mini pony? But then it, you know, it had their name cards up and it said Diamonds and Rose. So this must have been filmed before Rose's untimely passing. Um, R I P Ray. We get to see I know. We get to see Ken and Lisa in matching hats. Um, you know, that was great. Um, so yeah, it ends up being not just a tea, but it's a surprise bridal shower for Sheena. And you know, Sheena was maybe half surprised.
0: Yeah, I guess she tracks everybody's phones. Um, so kind of knew where everybody <laughs> was, but regardless, I think she was grateful when she entered. Everybody sang good as gold, which was just so cute and so iconic. I, I love that song. I think it's a bop. I listened to it on the reg. So props to Sheena. uh, And let's we need more. I know Sheena. Where's your next single? We need it. Give it to us. We need you back in the studio,
1: Sheena. Honestly, agreed. So then we get James. um, You know he's he's drinking this season, and he's he's having himself a pump teeny for the first time in three years. Um, so, you know, he's letting loose. He thinks that Allie is not invited to the wedding because of Raquel. He thinks Raquel's in Sheena's ear. I think that's, you know, not necessarily the case, but, um, he says it's kind of an out of body experience for him to have to be around his ex fiance all the time at these events. And that I think he's onto something. Like, I do kind of feel bad for him for that. Like you're trying to move on from someone And they're just constantly around and it's like, it just makes it hard. So, but then in true James fashion, you know, he's talking to Lala and he's like, maybe I should ask Allie to marry me in Mexico. And at first I was like, what is he talking about? But then it kind of made more sense as he was saying it as like to get revenge at Brock and Sheena because they, of course, went off and got engaged at James and Raquel's engagement party Um, so yeah, I thought it was kind of funny once, you know, once he kind of explained it that way, but it's like, no, James, just, just take a beat, dude. Take a beat.
0: Yeah. Um, he's moving way too fast with Allie. You know, I, I do kind of like her, but I think she's definitely a rebound. I mean, it wasn't, it was like weeks, maybe a cup, maybe a month or two after, Um, Her him and Raquel's engagement broke off that he started dating Allie, So things are moving way too fast. You know, I think that him drinking again is totally he's kind of like spinning off the rails a little bit. Um, But also, I hate to say it, but I think this is one of his best seasons yet because we're getting a lot of entertainment from him. He is not holding back. There is no filter there. He is saying what he wants to say. And I don't know, most of it is true. We're getting pumped, teeny. We're getting fine, China.
1: You know, he's kind of being that annoying drunk. Um, you know, Lala is is trying to keep him in check, but like in a nice way. James all of a sudden starts saying, you know, I want to put babies in her. alleys." the one. And, and Lala, I thought, had a really good moment here, too. Where she was like, dude, bringing a child into this world is not a joke. And you cannot take that lightly. Um, and then James. Oh, my God, James. <laughs> His comeback was. Again, I hate to laugh because I do like Brock. But he was like, oh, come on. If Brock can bring a baby into the world, then why can't I? <laughs> Just so classic James, like putting someone else down. But um, I, did have to, I did have to laugh. Anyway, Lala's nervous that, you know, he might be teetering on the edge of of his alcoholism. And um I, I don't think she's wrong. And I thought it was so strange that earlier when we saw James's dad with his new teeth, um he was kind of encouraging James to continue drinking. You know, he's like, I don't know how you DJ'd without having a drink. Like I would never do that. And I, I just thought it was kind of weird for a parent to kind of you know, encourage
0: their child to do something that might be unhealthy for them. I agree. Um, I'm not sure that drinking is the right path for James. He definitely seemed to be more level headed when he was sober. Um, but I'm going to try to separate that from me like totally loving him this season. I am, I am Team James. I don't know. He's, he's bringing it for me. Um, So this tea party, while James is kind of, you know, getting drunk on one end of the party, we see Raquel and Schwartz kind of getting cozy in the corner over there while they are playing a little ping pong. You know, Schwartz is kind of opening up to Raquel about Schwartz and Sandy's and um, kind of saying that he can bitch to her about the business. He can't really bitch to anybody else about it. Um, You know, and Raquel says like, you know, they're just tight and and maybe they're just going to get even tighter, um, you know, kind of like a vagina. And I'm like, oh, my God, Raquel. Like, I don't know. You know, it's like she's saying these things in the confessional. First, we saw the feather dab, which was like totally just, I don't know, not, the right, not the right move. And then she thinks she's being funny and like making these jokes or being self-deprecating. But it's honestly so cringe i can't take it
1: yeah and who else couldn't take it was james even just seeing them talk was bothering james and i was like this is not a good sign like you obviously have not fully moved on from raquel if you can't see her talking to another man without getting worked up about it and you know kind of dissing tom schwartz by saying like whatever fat ass go hit a treadmill so i don't know this has me worried for him
0: again i'm not sure james kennedy is wrong because we see later in the episode tom schwartz needs to work (laughs) on his summer bod he's got a total dad bod and you know i i'm not i'm personally not in the best shape but you know i'm just that's just a, a little dig at schwartz So the group then goes off to none other than Schwartz and Sandy's for a little after party. And James, once again, is like, how many soft openings are we having? We've had the Daily Mail party. We had like a, you know, tasting party with another group. And now we have like this after party. Like, when the hell is this place going to open? They keep saying the 31st. Does it happen on the 31st? I'm not sure. But like, honestly, stop just bringing your friends to hang out at your new bar and open the right. goddamn bar. Open the doors. Um. And P.S. I love how they always do this
1: in shows and in, in reality and fiction or and scripted shows. But it's like they get, you know, they make it seem like it's just down the street from Lisa's house no, I'm sorry. In reality, that would take them one hour to get from Lisa's house in Bel Air to Franklin Village. And it's like, I can't believe they all got in their respective cars and drove down there like it's nuts to me. But anyway, so, you know, James decides he's going to give it one more shot uh, with Brock and Sheena to try and get Ali invited to the wedding. I thought his approach was great. You know, he was respectful. He was he
0: kind of buttered them up a little bit. And they said yes they said yes I was I was happy for him um but we later see when James tells Allie she was invited like she doesn't seem happy I don't think she really wanted to go to the wedding she just seems very like oh great I'm invited thanks
1: I think that's just Allie's vibe though I don't I think she's kind of like You know, she's just very, like, mellow, so even her excitement was, like, still can't quite read.
0: So the flirting between Raquel and Schwartz continues at the bar. You know, um, she follows him to the back of the bar so they can see this portal to another universe, which, like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on at Schwartz and Sandy's. I honestly got to get my ass there. But, um this kind of leads us to find out one of the most shocking revelations i think of this episode schwartz also has a galaxy projector i'm i'm speechless how is this possible mind like are they a match made in heaven like two adults (laughs) yeah that was my though Those were my thoughts too. And again, if we
1: were watching this season without knowing what we know now, I would see that and be like, these two are meant to be. Like, what are the chances that two adults own galaxy projectors and put them on at night? It's crazy, honestly. So then, yeah, they're flirting. You know, Raquel wants to go to the bathroom in the boys' bathroom. And so Tom Schwartz stands outside the door. Okay, whatever
0: yeah i don't know that it's uh again like i don't know they're moving a little too fast i think they're both kind of drunk and they're just in the men's bathroom together i don't know it kind of gives me the the heebie-jeebies but you know whatever uh i'm interested to see how it plays out the next day the group is off to mexico for sheena's wedding um I kind of thought that Sheena's wedding was going to be like the finale. Usually we're kind of leading up to this, but I have a feeling that since we're already going there, we're going to be in Mexico for a few episodes. Um, So we kind of see everybody um, arriving and Lala and Katie realize that their rooms are on completely different ends of the resort. And that is because Sheena is being petty and moved Katie to a completely different tower and x her off of the preferred club list, which is, you know, t- total diss. Oh, she has been
1: excommunicated. And honestly, I think it's fair. I think that's a fair move. And I thought it was kind of funny. Like, I wonder if Katie real- realizes it or if she's just like, oh, I just got assigned to a different room. <laughs> but uh, we see them all checking in. We see James, like, you know, trying to make out with Allie and she's like, stop, stop. And it just, to me, it's like, it seems like James is so desperate to show how much he loves Allie whenever they're in a public setting and especially when Raquel is around. And so it's like, I don't know. I just, uh, it's like, you can, you can say that she's the one and that you love her so much and she's your soulmate, but it's like, uh, it's, it's giving try hard to me. Agreed. Okay. So, Ariana and Katie get a FaceTime from Lisa, and they have some exciting news. You know, Lisa kind of gives them the runaround, like, "Girls, sometimes in business, you know, things don't go the way you want. But then she turns it around and says, you know, you got this face. Um, so this is super exciting for them. But what I really want to know is what is Lisa's involvement in something about her? Is she involved in an official capacity? Like, why is she the one doing the deal with the realtor? Why is she the one bringing the papers? Like, I I just want to know, is she investing? You know, they have not been shy to talk about her past investments, you know, bringing Tom and Tom into Tom Tom. That was a lot of Toms. But she, they haven't really said that
0: she's doing the same thing here, yet she's obviously involved in some way. It's confusing to me, too. I'm not sure how Lisa is involved, but yet she seems involved in every step of the way. So... I don't think that she's investing from what we know, but maybe she's just giving them a little bit of, you know, a little bit of a push, a little bit of support as they kind of get their feet under them and get this going. So, which I'm sure they appreciate, you know, she's basically like the queen of WeHo. So maybe she has real estate connections and it's right down the street from her other properties. So I don't know. That was my guess. Um, So, you know, Ariana gets this news. She's so excited Um, And she kind of just says she's glad to be there. They can celebrate and she can get some quality time with Tom, which again is another heartbreaking moment for me because, okay, do you think that the affair has started yet? Because we talked about it starting shortly after guys night. Again, that's just speculation though. We don't really know, but, do you think that the affair is going on during this trip to Mexico?
1: I have a feeling that it started. Maybe they haven't slept together yet, but I feel like they've at least kissed at this point. And I think that there's probably some flirtation going on in the background. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think at this point... um, You know, something probably started, but it's also so weird because this is when her kind of relationship with Schwartz is starting. So it almost makes me believe that Raquel was the one who kind of, you know, created this master plan and was like, while I'm hooking up with Sandoval, I'm going to make out with Schwartz to kind of deflect and, you know, have people not even, you know, not leave a trace of my relationship with Sandoval. It's just all so weird. I think you might be giving Raquel too much credit there. <laughs> I don't
1: know that she came up with a master plan. I think it was just she's single, she's making out with guys, and you know, she does she's not really she's just kind of going with it. That's my guess. Okay, but so then we come to the we come to the welcome dinner and okay, we know this is an all-inclusive place, right? So I've never been to one of these places, but I assume it's like there's a dinner hall. You kind of just go, you sit down and order, and you know, it is what it is. But we see Christina Kelly, who is a guest of Katie's, who is not attending the wedding, not in, you know, not invited to the wedding anymore. Um, Christina walks in with Lala and takes a seat one chair away from Sheena the bride of the weekend and I am not okay with this I'm sorry but like why did she think that was okay and why did Lala think it was okay to stroll in with Christina who's not involved in the wedding go sit somewhere else go sit on the
0: other side of the restaurant I agree I kind of thought Christina Kelly was going to be better than this but that is like a shady move She was not invited to the wedding. She should not be around any celebrations um, having to do with the wedding. So I agree with you 100%. Um, But that isn't the strangest thing that happens at this dinner because we then get James walking in all heated and we find out that something happened on their way over to dinner. So a friend of Brock's walks up to James, I guess, while he's on his way to dinner, and says he knows him. I'm guessing it's because he knows him from the show. I think that this guy was drunk. You know, obviously Mm -hmm. he knows about Vanderpump Rules if he's at Sheena's wedding. And so he approaches James and is like, I know him, hey, you know? And James just body checks him. He, like, apparently pushes him to the ground. Um, And Ariana kind of had to try to save this guy and tell James, like, whoa, 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 this is just one of Sheena's wedding guests. Like, dude, like, don't go off the rails. And, you know, that didn't go over well with James.
1: Yeah. So James is now sitting there fighting with Ariana because, you know, he's like, I wasn't in the wrong. And Ariana's like, look, I was just trying not to have a fight go down. Okay. Like, bottom line, it's not like he was some deranged fan who, like, is trying to murder you. You know, it's like, he was Brock's friend. He's a little drunk. Like, he probably just came up and maybe he surprised you. But, like, you don't need to be a total dick about it. Um, and Ariana's getting heated because James is a stubborn little child sometimes, especially when he's drinking. And she finally just, like, screams, like, I don't like him doing it and I don't like you doing it. Meaning, like, getting physical. And it's just like, whoa. Mom got mad. Um So meanwhile, Allie's sitting there in the middle and it's like, oh God, oh no.
0: Yeah, Ariana is activated and she is taking it out on James. I mean, I I don't know what she has. Like, maybe she knows this dude that came up to James and is trying to protect him. But like, I don't know. She seems like a little bit like... Very, very intense over this situation that seemingly had nothing to do with her. However, of course, I'm Team Ariana. Nobody should be fighting. James was totally in the wrong. But she is getting so heated about this. Like, I wonder what else happened. Like, something else had to have happened to maybe spark this Mm -hmm. in her. It kind of ends in, like, a to-be-continued Allie storms off. And I think we're going to see a little bit more of this dinner next week. So hopefully we'll get some more details. But we're night one in Mexico and shit is already getting real. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's only so much more drama to come
1: and I can't wait to see it go down. I can't wait to see the wedding and see, you know, uh, Katie and Christina be the little, the Muppets in the balcony just kind of like (laughs) critiquing everything. But... You know we're here this is it i hope you guys enjoyed our recap make sure to check out our merch and stay tuned subscribe for all things bravo breaking news
0: we will be back next week